Bidzy Small Business Society number 77. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society with me, Rob Barisoff. Today, I am talking to Brennan Dunn. Brennan's company, Double Your Freelancing, provides software and other products to freelancers who are looking to grow. He's been through the trenches, doing after-hours side work all the way to opening a large downtown office with 11 employees. Now he runs his business from home and shares the intimate details of his journey and his ongoing strategies in his weekly newsletter, his podcast, and at doubleyourfreelancing.com. Welcome, Brennan. Thanks for taking some time today. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about what project you're working on today? Yeah, so first off, thank you, Rob, for having me. Uh, my project right now is I'm kicking off my first European conference in less than two weeks. So ironing out every little detail. Um, I've done I've done one in the U.S. here before, but that was a little easier logistically. So yeah, I just, you know, that plus I'm also going on a little vacation for about three weeks with my family afterward through Europe. So trying to knock out all my all my meetings. I guess that's my, my current workload. What uh, what does the conference entail? What uh, what are you talking about in the conference? It's a uh, it's a it's a conference for freelancers and consultants. Uh, so every year we do here in the here in the states at least we've done um, or for the last year we've done a conference that's focused on the business end of consulting. So how to price, how to sell, how to market. Um, you, you know, really nothing technical, but just very focused on a high level. And most of my or not most, but about half of my customers are not in the U.S many of them being in Europe. So they asked for me to do it in Europe. So uh, it's kind of, it's not, it's a different conference, different talks, different speakers, but same theme all on the business of freelancing. Sure. So this question might be for my own benefit uh, and, you know, forgive the crudeness of my question, but it's for my listeners as well. But what exactly is freelancing? Are we writing? Are we consulting? What exactly do you do, Brennan? Well, it's funny. So I, the term freelancing is something that I think a lot, or freelancer rather, is what a lot of people that I attract and identify as. But my goal with Double Your Freelancing is to turn everyone into business consultants. So 
Um, most people, when they come across me, they're really technically good at something, whether it be writing or designing or coding or whatever it is. And my goal with this site is to teach them how to sell on value, how to price on value, how to get away from just being um, you know, a coder for hire or whatever for hire. So even though I use the word freelancing, I kind of use the theme freelancing. My, my goal ultimately is to turn people to, or to help people never at least identify in front of clients as freelancers. I was going to say, you help people sort of identify and cultivate the skills that they might not recognize. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, they, you know, they, they traditionally sell themselves on their technical skills and, um, you, you know, they just don't really have a lot of sometimes confidence in selling on the value that they bring to their clients. And so my job is I help them quantify that value, pitch that value and ultimately execute on it. And um, yeah, so a lot of people who come my way, you know, they're former employees who they've always uh, sold themselves off their resume and their their credentials. And I'm helping people instead look at, you know, let's look at the project and the business reasons behind it. Let's then come up with a really good sales cycle around that, you know, and so on. So I'm just teaching people kind of, you know, I like to look at it as like I'm giving them their MBA because most of us didn't go to business school. <laughs> sure. Monetize those skills and turn it into a business is what it sounds like. So Brennan, what pushed you out of your day job into creating your own business? Yeah, so I was kind of forced out of it because I was actually I was working and living down in Miami Beach and I had a really good job at a interactive agency where I was running the technology department of it. And my wife got pregnant. She wanted to move up to here in Virginia where her family lived, and I had no business contacts or no I had no knowledge of the business area in general here. So, I started freelancing that way. You know, I worked I had a friend who was out on the West Coast in San Francisco. He knew of a few startups who needed some help. So I started with that. And then um, one thing led to another. I got a lot of referrals and requests. And I could either turn away work or I could scale. Side of scale brought the company up to 11. And yeah, the rest is history. Right. So can you talk about some of the pros and cons of both that brick and mortar location versus a location independent business like you've set up for yourself? Sure. So, I mean, I was, it wasn't as much having a brick and mortar. That was the issue. The issue was I live in the suburbs. I made my office, um, be downtown, which is about 30 minutes each way. And I effectively created another job for myself. I was working nine to six. I'd come home. Kids would be either in bed or about to be in bed. I was traveling a lot to meet with clients. I mean, we had clients all over the world. And I was just never here, or if I was here, I was here on weekends and evenings. And I realized, I mean, that's not why I had wanted to build a business. Now, there are ways I could have not had the company operate like that, but because I was kind of learning on the on the fly, uh, unfortunately, that's how it ended up. And it was, you know, in a different life, it would have worked well. But, uh, and I love to travel. I, I love meeting with clients. And But, you know, when you have two little kids, it didn't really work well. Sure. And I think you're touching on this, but why did you build that business, Brennan? Why do you do what you do? Why is it so great to be an entrepreneur? I mean, I, I love, uh, I've always loved the ownership aspect. You know, I love knowing that I, you know, with consult, when you're, when you're a full-time employee, you're basically beholden to an employer for really all of your income. And when you're at least freelancing or consulting, you diversify that somewhat. And, you know, so I got to having, you know, we'd have a handful of clients each month paying us. 
And uh, the ultimate goal, which is what I've gotten to now, is getting a lot of people paying a little bit of money so ultimately no one is beholden to you. So that was my that was my goal in going into business. But like I mentioned, with the agency, unfortunately, I had structured things where, you know, I, I'd be out of the, uh, you know, out of the uh, on traveling and I'd get calls from my uh, right hand guy saying, well, the team's kind of like they think you're always on the road. You know, they want to work with you They're You're never in the office. And I now I was a little insulted saying, look, I'm out here getting work for us. <laughs> um, but you know, they, they realized, I, I kind of realized I had just basically created a nine to five job for myself, which is not what I wanted. And, um, that, that led me out of the agency. I still consult, I still have been consulting, but it's all been very, uh, not dependent on me working so many hours or being in a certain place or, or whatever else. Certainly you've created that freedom for yourself, right? Yes. Yes. Hence going to Europe for a little over four weeks and not even tell anyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Just tell your own boss. And that's you looking in the mirror and telling yourself, Hey, look, we're going to Europe for four weeks. Great. Well, I, I had to get sign off from my actual boss, my wife, but uh, <laughs> she, she was, she was okay with that. Of course. <laughs> so now Brennan, like any good freelancer, you're creating a ton of engaging, inspiring content, help the aspiring entrepreneur understand what methods you used and still use today to engage with and grow your audience. I mean, the big thing that I'm doing now is I'm very big on automation and personalization. So I might sound a little creepy, but I track everything everyone knows on my site and I tailor the language and the messaging based off that. And my goal in doing that is, you know, I have a lot of content. There's a lot of things I cover, um, really everything on the business end of consulting. And my goal is how can I help, for instance, a new designer in a way that he or she needs to be served versus a somebody who's looking to scale their agency, um, and, you know, and they're obviously probably looking for different things. So, you know, I'm just one person. I have a small team that helps me with logistically everything that I do. But for the most part, I built a lot of systems that allow it so somebody brand new can get what they're needing quickly and, um, and then go from there. So in terms of acquisition, I'm doing a lot now with uh, I mean, most of my traffic comes organically, but I, I also get a good amount of referral traffic. And um, and yeah, and then, then I kind of have these free offerings, whether it's uh, my, my main one is an email course. Um, I've got a few of those now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm basically my goal is to, how can I help people at scale in a way that makes sense for me and a, in a way that is very helpful for them? I'm glad you mentioned email because you do have a pretty sizable list. Can you help our listeners understand maybe two or three different, uh, you know, methods you use to really grow that list continually? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm at a little over almost at 34,000 now. And I, you know, we all start from zero. At first, what I did, and this is probably most helpful for people who are not, you know, in the thousands yet. But what I did was I just got involved in communities online that are, had already done the hard work of acquiring you know, the people I was looking for, in this case, freelancers. So I got involved in them. I started getting into their discussions. I would then, um, you know, I, I started to write my own content and I would conveniently link over to my own stuff where appropriate. I, I wasn't outright spamming, but I would say, like, here's a two to three paragraph response. And then, oh, I, I talked a lot more about it over here and then link. So that's what got me the initial bit of traction. And I also did things like guest posting and, you know, and so on, which which helped. But now the thing that's helping me the most is just really focusing on organic growth um, along with conversion optimization on my site. So I'm getting about like 11% of all people who hit my site to join my list. 
Um, and on top of that, I'm, I've also been doing some uh, joint venture webinars and so on, which uh, tend to add a lot of people in a big chunk. If we Google uh, the business of freelancing or freelance business, your uh, your site and your podcast show up very high, if not at the top, Brennan. So congratulations for that. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And it's funny. I, not, none of that was really strategic. I just write content that hopefully people like to read. And uh, yeah, I mean, the ultimate SEO trick is to write content people like. For sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Let's switch gears a bit here. So why do people need a coach or a mentor or a consultant in business or in life in general, Brendan? Well, I mean, a, a few reasons. First off, so I hire a business coach and I don't really necessarily learn anything from him, but it's more somebody who can help me stay focused, stay accountable and so on. So in that case, it's it's like a traditional coach, right? It's somebody who's there to keep me focused, keep me on track and so on. But in terms of hiring a consultant, usually the reasoning is either no one internally can do the job at hand, you know, at, you know, on hand, or if they do have people internally, they don't have the resources internally. So, you know, a good example of that would be um, a company that doesn't have an, in, you know, in-house software development team or doesn't have an in-house uh, marketer or something like that. So they look outside um, to find people who technically fit the bill. But again, what I'm arguing is how can you help businesses actually increase the KPIs they care about instead of just being there and saying, yeah, I will run, you know, social media on your behalf, or I will write code on your behalf or whatever else. So, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of like, for instance, my clients, typically, they either don't have the people and, and, you know, on staff who can do the work I do, or I'm very, you know, my focus now when I consult is a very, very specialized niche where I help companies specifically implement personalized uh, email automation. So even if they have like a copywriter on staff, or even if they have somebody who can uh, write the right code to make some of this happen, I have such deep subject knowledge on that in that vertical and that niche that they often seek me out uh, for that reason. A lot of people just don't have a good idea on how do you, like, let's say you have an opt-in and it's giving somebody a report or it's having them join an email course. A lot of people just are really, uh, don't do a good job at converting those into sales or converting those into phone conversations or whatever it is they care about. So where I usually come in is I help people um, do that well. So, you know, I've done things like automatically SMSing people who are going through email sequences where I do, um, you know, automated pitches where I generate coupon codes and, and limited time discounts for that person alone. So a lot of people just don't, you know, they have the tr traditional kind of drip campaign where one email goes out every two days and that's it. Um, I help people actually focus on how do we get that to um, make the company, uh, uh, you know, a boatload of money. For sure, for sure. So again, forgive my crudeness, and this may be a buzzword, but you're creating a sales funnel. Is that right? That's exactly it. Yeah. Let's narrow the coaching down a little bit more. So why do you need a coach, Brennan? What in particular throws you off on a day-to-day -day basis that you might need that consultant for? I mean, I have, so I have a lot of peers who do things like I do and we stay in touch and we talk regularly, but there, it's not as structured as it could be. So a coach for me is somebody who, I mean, they're only like, I work for myself. Um, I don't have a partner or anything like that. And my spouse doesn't really understand the kind of work I do. So it can be a little bit of an echo chamber sometimes for me. So being able to have somebody who serves as a sounding board and kind of like a really good gut check for me 
is very, very valuable. So for me, like my, my regular routine is, you know, we, we talk about what I've been working on, what I'm working towards, um, things that maybe I'm concerned about in terms of uh, direction of the business or, you know, whatever it is I'm working on. And his job is, you know, he, he catalogs what I'm doing. He catalogs uh, my progress over over the months. And he's able to help me make sure that I'm tracking toward the annual and quarterly goals I've set up for myself instead of getting lost in kind of the minutia of day-to-day work. Absolutely. Just easy to get stuck in that bubble. I'm sitting right now in my home office and it's just so great. My business partner, he's just a phone call away and just can get me out of that bubble. It's great. Yep. I do not have a partner. (laughs) It's just me. (laughs) A little bit tougher. Yeah. A little bit tougher for you. So now... Again, this uh, I might be jumping around a little bit here, but Brennan, do you love to win or hate to lose, and why? Interesting question. So I, uh, <laughs> what I've, what's interesting is, so you know, I'm an engineer, and I'm used to very predictable inputs and outputs. And the thing that I've had to kind of accept as a as an entrepreneur in the, especially in the training space, it's, it's a little more clear cut with consulting, but in the training space is, um, you know, I'm I'm effectively selling information. And as an engineer, that rubbed me the wrong way at first. So obviously, I was making sales. I mean, you know, I just last year did seven figures in profit. It's doing well. But what actually keeps me going, what actually, in my case, is winning is I've had to hire somebody now who all she does full time for me is catalog and profile testimonials. So success stories that come in each and every week. That's and not a me, bad problem to have. To me, that's, that's winning, right. <laughs> I mean, because again, I'm, I tell people to always sell based off of ROI. So how can you sell something that's an investment for your clients? And honestly, the same is exactly true with my own stuff. So if I feel like, yeah, I'm taking money for their uh, conference that they're going to in Stockholm in a few weeks, but if everyone who goes does not walk away with more motivation, with more head knowledge, with more actionable takeaways that are going to help them make tens of thousands of dollars in additional revenue as a result of the conference that I've lost in that sense. You know, I might have financially won, but I've lost. So that's always my focus is how can I make sure that what it is I'm doing, whatever it is, whether it's people giving me the the time of day to read my emails or listen to my podcast, or it's people who who actually pay for things. Regardless, I want to make sure there's a, you know, a commensurate ROI. Uh, for everyone. Absolutely. It sounds like you're taking some of the responsibility for the results that those people attending those conferences are going to see. If they're not achieving those results, Brendan, maybe you didn't do a good enough job of motivating them. Is that right? Or I didn't do a good enough job in vetting the speakers in their talks. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of conferences where the talks are largely inspirational and motivational. I want actual things that I can walk away with and say, I'm going to do this next Monday. So, you know, I take a very curated approach to specifically in this case where the product, the conference, the product is this, the talks, which I'm not creating. I'm, I'm delegating out to speakers. So, you know, it's very, I'm very big on making sure that every talk is going to be actionable. It's going to be something that actually makes people money. Um, I'm a big, like whenever I give a talk at a conference, I always start it with, and here's how this talk is going to help you pay off the conference you just, you paid for. And that's my focus. I mean, that, that's it. And, and to go back to cycle back, I mean, and winning for me is that winning for me is knowing that there are people out there who have really never met me, don't know me, but are getting a tremendous ROI from the things they're consuming from me. 
And it's done so well that I've had to hire somebody to manage how much of it we're getting. So to me, that's, that's winning. <laughs> Good stuff, Brennan. So give us something actionable here. What are you doing to wind down after a long or a stressful day? Um, I mean, I, when the school's in session, which it isn't now, they, the girls were done uh, for the summer last week. But what I usually try to do is I try to, I don't really work a lot. I mean, I'm usually done at around 3 p.m., which is when the kids get out of school. And for me, the best way to wind down is to take them to the park, go on a bike ride, um, just get away. You know, don't look at the phone. You know, nothing, nothing is that I've, I've engineered my business. So nothing is that critical in any way. And if it is, I'm not, I'm not on the receiving end of that. So I, um, you know, for me that that's, that's what it is. It's not about, um, you know, a, a big glass of wine or whatever at the end of the day, drowning away my, my sorrows. I mean, I love, I love what I do. I love, I love the work I'm doing and I try to engineer things in a way that allows me to, you know, for me, business is a means to an end. It's my, my goal is I want to spend a, a ton of time with my, my family. So, you know, I, I engineer work to make it so I can do that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, so bike rides, going, hanging out with the kids when it's nice out. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's my answer. Absolutely. Look, it looks like you really created that automation, that freedom and that lifestyle business that you were really striving for. So help our listeners understand what is the one thing that you want to share with them about starting and growing their freelance business or any business for that matter? I mean, I think um, the one bit of advice I like to give, and again, hopefully this, this pays off your, your attention for this podcast, is um, when, let's say you're, let's say you're a, a writer, a freelance writer or a consultant, or you sell eBooks or you sell software or whatever it is you, you do. The thing that took me way too long to realize was that nobody has ever paid me for code. No one's ever paid me for uh, my design team. No one's ever paid me for a course. No one's ever paid me for a conference. They pay me because what they're looking for is something better. They're looking to solve a specific problem. And the best thing you can do with somebody who is in the business of selling to other businesses, preferably, ideally, is to understand what it is, the business in question, even if it's a business of one, you know, it's a solo business. What is it that they're looking to get from you? And usually it's more money or spending less money. Um, that's usually the the winning combo for B2B sale, you know, sales stuff. So what I did, which was probably the best move that I made consulting was I stopped saying, um, looking at myself as a seller of uh, websites or applications or whatever the technical stuff we did was, and really looked at the, really looked at those as byproducts uh, that helped bridge where they are today to where they want to be tomorrow. And that became our focus and how we marketed and how we sold and everything else and I mean, the, the side effects for that were we got paid more, it was easier to close deals, and we had more creative freedom on our projects, which is pretty much what every freelancer consultant wants. And again, all we had to do was we had to really just focus on how can we deliver a better tomorrow, a solution to actual business problems that, that our clients have, instead of just responding to, oh, you want a website? Okay, let's talk about the website. You know, it should be on WordPress, should it do this? Should we do that? I mean, that's how I used, that's how I started. And when I transitioned to me being more about, you know, so tell me about what, why is it you're looking for a website? Why are you firing your old website? What is the job description of this new website? And what does it need to be successful? And I, I focused entirely on that. Everything changed for my consulting business. And now same for my, my new business. 
So I'm picking up that we want to sort of get away from just that transactional relationship and just focus on creating value, Brennan, right? I mean, that's why that's why businesses pay for things, right? I mean, they're looking to solve problems they have. So, yeah, I mean, the, the ones who focus on the solution of those problems and the how how they go about solving those problems versus just the technicals are the ones who tend to get have get, get ahead. Right now, if people want to learn more about this stuff and learn more about you and your business, how can they connect with you? So if you want to dive deeper into what I just covered in the last few minutes, uh, I have freepricingcourse.com. And also, if you want to see kind of the automation that companies pay me lots of money to put into place. Um, but the <laughs> So that's at freepricingcourse.com. That just redirects to my site. But you can also go to doubleyourfreelancing.com, which is um, my blog, my conferences. Uh, we're about to roll up 500 plus unique global meetup groups uh, that we've been putting together. Um, all Basically, everything of mine is all there. Awesome. Brennan, this has been great. Congratulations on all your success, man. We appreciate you joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.